Cyrus Wittig and Christian Cat here with you from Olympic Heights Community High School down in Boca Raton, Florida. And tonight we make history as our fearless leader and content director Courtney Rukoff likes to say her story because for the first time ever we are on air for the pregame and the play-by-play for girls high school football. Christian, feels pretty good to be making a little history, herstory, here with you tonight. Exactly. Herstory, indeed. First flag football game broadcasted on these airwaves. It's a whole week of history at ESPN 106.3, and what better way to fit it than in our community with some girls flag football? Spanish River takes on Olympic Heights tonight, and right now we are joined by the Spanish River Sharks head coach, Drew Emler, which is very fitting because, again, Christian, you just mentioned we're making a lot of history, and Spanish River was actually pretty much the, the founder, the founding school of flag football down in Palm Beach County. So, Coach, just kind of take us down memory lane, lane a little bit and walk us through the history of flag football down here in the Sunshine State and, and how Spanish River was such a big part of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And first of all, thank you for having me on, and, and thank you for being here and covering girls' flag football this year. Uh, so 1998, we had an athletic, an athletic director uh, in Bill Massey at Spanish River High School. He created the first ever uh, high school girls' flag football league in Florida, and this was, uh, you know, nobody else was really doing this anywhere. Uh, and uh, it was a huge success. They had 100 per, or uh, I believe it was somewhere between 95 to 100 percent county participation in this league. And uh, it grew each year. And um, 2001, Bill Massey took it to uh, the FHSAA to be sanctioned as a varsity state sport, which in 2003 uh, it was officially approved and adopted. And so just so much history with this sport. We're, we're very proud of this history, uh, you know, being here at Spanish River and, and you know, appreciative of Bill Massey and, and what he's done. And, and it's, uh, it's super exciting. We are in our 26 community as far as uh, the history behind Spanish River flag football. We have uh, former head coaches, uh, Bill Massey, uh, Coach Staggs, uh, Coach Al, uh, all former head coaches of Spanish River flag football. They are still a uh, part of the program and, and come around and support the players. So uh, really dating back to 1998, you know, we kind of still have everybody around and everybody's support. And, uh, you know, it certainly is special for our program and our players see that and, you know, certainly helps uh, helps us build this thing. Again, Cyrus Wittig, Christian Cat with you, bringing you the first ever girls flag football game in Palm Beach County over the radio here at ESPN West Palm and talking now with head coach of the Spanish River flag program, Drew Emler. And coach, it's, it's kind of a crazy coincidence because you mentioned 2001. Well, two years later, March 2nd, 2003, flag football was officially recognized by the FHSAA. So almost, tw- it'll be 20 years exactly on, or sorry, it'll be uh, yeah, 20 years exactly from the time it was it was it was made an official uh, sport. And for you as the head coach, how much you know, extra pride do you feel as the head coach of really one of again talk about the kind of the Mount Rushmore of of the flag football teams down here? How much pride do you take in, in being the head coach of this program? Sure. Oh, so much. You know, I really appreciate the history that we have, and and uh, we're all extremely proud of it. You know, from from Bill Massey to, like I mentioned earlier, Coach Staggs, Coach Horrell, Coach Al. Um, I mean, we've had some fantastic uh, people and coaches come through our program and, and help build up this program, all people who I still talk to today and, and guys that I rely on. So uh, uh, it does give me uh, tremendous, tremendous pride to be able to lead this program. Yeah, in 2003, when the flag football was made official by the FHSAA, there were 92 teams. By 2013, there were 201 teams. Now, in 2023, there are over 325 teams. But, Coach... 
with the long history, you guys made more history last year. First ever Spanish River team to make it to the state semifinals. Again, brand new season, but just talk about last year's run and, and how incredible that was before we, you know, turn a new page in about 45 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've been at this thing now for a few months trying to prepare for this season, you know, with our off-season program and our preseason conditioning and everything like that. So, um, you know, we really haven't thought much about last season, but, uh, you know, our, uh, our 2022 season, it holds a special spot in my heart. You know, those girls put uh, a lot of time and effort uh, into uh, what we did and what we accomplished. And uh, it was certainly one of the most special seasons of Spanish River flag football. And we're incredibly proud of that. But, um, you know, we're ready to turn the page. We have our eyes looking on 2023. You know, I told our team uh, first day of practice, you know, I said, Everything that we did last year does not matter for this season. You know, we got to keep, uh, you know, whoever made those plays last year for us, you know, they might not be here mm -hmm. this year. You know, we need new players to step up. We need new players to kind of, you know, fit the mold of what we're looking for. And uh, we had a lot of girls, a lot of girls sitting on the sideline of, you know, when we were at States and through our playoff run and they were watching. And now it's their opportunity to step onto the field and contribute. Again, here with head coach of Spanish River Flag Football, Drew Emerald. Emler again. The Sharks went 18 and three last season. That was a school record in terms of wins. They beat Park Vista in the 2A District 12 Championship. It was their second straight district title. They beat Wellington, Seminole Ridge, and Park Vista on the way to the 2A Final Four. Coach, you talk about turning the eyes to 2023 and, and new playmakers, but the person who you know, touches the ball every time and and really is the, the straw that stirs the drink is coming back for you. Gianna Pacitti, your quarterback, second team, All-State, threw for over, almost 5,000 yards last year, 71 touchdowns. What makes her so good? Uh, she's so coachable, you know. Uh, you don't have to tell her to do things multiple times. Um, she, she learns quick, and, you know, she just also has a natural instinct for the game, where to place passes, uh, you know, how to use her eyes to try and help get receivers open. And uh, she has an incredible knowledge for the game. You know, she's never somebody who's going to go out there and throw the ball 60 yards down the field and wow you. But she, when she gets onto the field and she kind of has that field general role and how she runs our offense, it's it's uh, pretty spectacular. And uh, it's something that uh, something that we are so excited to have back this season. And for other high school sports, basketball, you can look at college, you can look at the NBA tackle football you can look at college you can look at the nba flag football still growing in other stages of the game how big is it we saw in the super bowl commercial just uh, last month you saw more representation for flag football on the biggest stage possible how big is it for your program specifically to see the sport grow at that scale yeah, I mean, what they've done, the National Football League and their involvement in flag football, uh, they've been able to get the flag football into the world games. Uh, I know that there's tremendous uh, support right now looking into the 2028 Olympics. Uh, obviously, NAIA, the NFL, National Football League gave a uh, grant to the NAIA schools to uh, start programs, and uh, that continues to grow each, each year. So uh, it's definitely trending up. You know, we'd like to see it get into the bigger schools the NCAA adopted and kind of followed the same path as uh, like a beach volleyball where it earns emerging sports status for the NCAA and then uh, eventually works towards having their own championship which uh, you know it's coming it's it, it yeah. will get there it just uh, just it's a matter of when not if 
one thing, thinking about the NFL, and I was thinking about this team, the Spanish River Sharks, and how you guys will adjust from last year to this, and kind of maybe think about the Chiefs with how they lost Tyreek Hill and their deep threat and how they had to pivot and maybe do th- some things differently. You guys are con- kind of going through the same thing with your loss of Maya Quinn, who was the number one player in the inaugural ESPN West Palm Flag Football Top 10. 25 receiving touchdowns for you last year, 32 interceptions. I know you can't replace Maya Quinn, but how do you at least tr- how do you at least try? Yeah, Maya Quinn, tremendous player, tremendous player, fantastic career for us. Um, you know, we're obviously sad to lose her, but um, you know, like I like I said earlier, you know, we had a lot of girls uh, standing on the sideline watching us play playoff games, watching us play in the state semifinal, and you know, now it's their opportunity. A lot of girls put the work in over the summer and really committed themselves to improving their catching and improving their route running, and uh, you know, I, I think that we have. Have, uh, a few stars in the making, girls who uh, will get their opportunity this year, and uh, hopefully one or two, uh, one or two step up into that role. Now, Maya last year, Gianna presumably this year, with such stars on the roster and throughout the program. Looking uh, outside of sports, since there is not a pro flag football organization, where do you draw comparisons from? See, hey, do it like that. Is it just go to default NFL and seeing quarterbacks and seeing skill players like that and draw comparisons that way? Yeah, a little bit. You know, there's definitely some crossover between uh, tackle football and flag football just as far as some of the fundamentals go. But, um, you know, really what it is, and I think this is kind of everywhere around the state, you know, we kind of look back to uh, some of the dominant high school flag teams that came in the past. You know, I look back, I know that I've learned a ton uh, from uh, Seminole Ridge, you know, 2014, 2015, 2016 Seminole Ridge teams coached by Austin Bell, you know, one of the best coaches to do it. I've learned so much from him and, you know, we still watch Seminole Ridge game film for example, you know, from when uh, Coach Bo coached that team and I have that saved on my laptop and we bring it out time to time when I need to show an example of how something's done, but also, you know, I got to give credit to uh, some of the coaches who are over in Tampa, uh, you know, Robinson, Alonzo, those guys, Coach uh, Matt Hernandez, Coach Josh Saunders, uh, they've helped grow the game tremendously, and uh, Coach Combs over there at Leonard. So, um, you know, we all kind of, that's what's so special about the flag community. You know, we are, it's a tight-knit community. Uh, Nobody's really hesitant or, or has any sort of trouble reaching out to one another for help or trying to learn new ways to do things. So, uh, I would say uh, I would say that's kind of that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the source. You know, we all kind of rely on each other, the coaches around the state. Well, coach, we know uh, your your team is relying on you, so we'll let you get out of here and <laughs> and go prep pregame. But appreciate yep. the time and best of luck uh, in the twenty twenty three season. Yep, thank you for having me on. Thank you guys for being here.